guys, it's Ava and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. Also, I'm going to say this at the top of the hour. I think I said this in my the episode previous to this one, but I only have one Instagram account and it's at Currently Binging, all one word nothing between currently and binging just one word currently binging if you clicked on this that is because you want to hear what i have to say about venom let there be carnage but before i can even get into that i have to as always give my warnings especially when it's anything comic book related so this is a single host show it is just me so it's all of my thoughts and opinions and you can definitely disagree with anything that I have to say. Let me know if your thoughts differ, but make sure you stay cordial and respectful and all of that. Um, also, I am not a comic book expert, so therefore I could possibly say something wrong. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out because I said that I could possibly say something wrong <laughs> and it not be accurate. And I mean, that's okay. I think it's okay. So therefore, have some grace in that. <laughs> um, I can literally count on one hand how many comic books I've read and Venom is definitely not one of them. I am a fan of the Marvel movies and TV shows and also DC, but like this is a Marvel movie, so we're not really talking about DC, but <laughs> I love watching them. And so therefore I also love to talk about them and to discuss with others who enjoy watching these movies and TV shows as well. Um, there are spoilers. If you clicked on this, there will be spoilers. Like, I just don't know what to say to that. If you're not, if you're clicking on this and expecting there not to be spoilers, then you clicked on the wrong show. <laughs> but yeah, I think that is everything. I've probably forgotten something, but it's okay. Um, yeah, so Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So this one is interesting because it originally was supposed to come out on the week during the weekend of October 6th. The only reason I know this is because I was on vacation. <laughs> I was in Vancouver and I was like, oh, I'll watch it while I'm there uh, since I wouldn't be able to watch it when I came back like in that opening weekend. But they pulled it up early a week and it ended up opening October 1st and I still could not watch it because that was my birthday weekend like October I've been traveling these first two weeks of October so literally have been catching up on shows and all of that so stay tuned for that because I know I did a um, fall preview episode right before I left and yeah I'm re-looking at some of the stuff I said I'm going to watch and some of how it's releasing is a little bit different. So yeah, just stay tuned for that. But anyway, so it came out the weekend of October 1st and I for sure could not see it that weekend. And I for sure could not see it like the following week, the following week, so the weekdays. Uh, and so I did indeed still end up seeing it <laughs> in Vancouver. Mind you, I have never watched a movie in Vancouver. And when I went to buy the tickets, it was like PG. And I was like, I know this movie is not PG. Like Canada, do you guys rate your movies differently? Because I was a little bit confused cause like there is no way that this is PG. Like I knew it wasn't gonna be art, which I have comments on that, 
but it definitely should not have been PG. So I'm sitting in the theater <laughs> Googling is Venom, what is Venom's rating? And of course it's giving me all the ratings that I don't want, like critic scores and uh, viewer reviews and all that. And so finally I was just like, whatever, forget it. But when I look it up on IMDb, it says PG-13. So I don't know if um, the rating, how they rate in Canada is slightly different than how we rate in the US. I mean, I'm assuming it is, <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. So also, again, never seen a movie in Canada. So I have no idea like how they, cause you know, here it's like, oh, you can see it in IMAX or you can see it in 3D or you can see it in neither of those and just see it in like the regular screening. You guys know I love to watch action movies and IMAX, but like, I was not really familiar <laughs> with how um, the screens were like the, um, I think it was like VX or something like that, but everything seemed to be either just regular or 3D or 3D with like the section in the middle that moves during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I really don't want to watch this in 3D. Mind you guys, I have not watched a 3D movie literally. It's been a little bit because I've been, even pre-COVID, I've been opting more so for IMAX versus 3D unless I necessarily have to. So seeing this in 3D, it was a little bit like getting used to it again. But it still is, I still prefer like that big IMAX screen with the sound and all of that. But yeah, so saw it in Canada, saw it in 3D. <laughs> it was definitely an interesting um, experience. No clapping at the end, which I don't know if it was because it was Venom or whatever. I feel like it's mostly during like those big Marvel movies because this is in association with Marvel and not necessarily Marvel Studios um, because Venom is under Sony which is like a whole nother thing, which we're gonna get into when we talk about the end credit scene. But yeah, so let's do the money and let's do the scores and all of that. And then again, or I don't even know if I said this. Sorry guys, I just worked out. My brain is like literally, it's the end of the day of like a work day. My brain is just like done. And it took everything in me to record this, so. I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I've also been traveling, so I haven't been able to do like the level of research or Googling, as I like to say, um, that I normally like to because I came back and then it was the work week and then, yeah, life, <laughs> literally. So let's do the monies. So as far as opening weekend, domestically, Venom did about 90 million. Um, I usually don't say how many theaters it was in, but it's in about 4,200 theaters. And then to date domestically, it's done 145.4 million. Internationally to date, it's done 43.9 million. And then, so together worldwide to date, 189.3 million. And then as far as cinema score, it has a B plus. So again, it was the, we can talk about the actual rating with this being PG in Canada and PG 13 <laughs> in the US is a little more uh, family friendly than the first Venom, which now I think of it, 
I'm pretty sure the first Venom was rated R. Or no, the first Venom was rated PG-13. I don't know why I thought that that one seemed to be more gruesome than this one did. But like that was my thing while watching this. I was just like, clearly I feel like they could have gone there, but they didn't go there. But now it makes sense because the first Venom was not P was not R, it was PG-13. And so they just continued with it being PG-13. So yeah, but either way, because I've seen some pretty violent PG-13 movies and I still feel like Ven the first Venom felt a little more violent this than this one, whereas this one was more about um, building or showing us the relationship between Venom and Eddie, like post everything that happened in uh, the first Venom and how Venom wants to you know, be his own person and do what he wants to do. And he feels restricted by Eddie. And Eddie is just like, I just want a normal life. Like I want to stay low. We already caused enough ruckus that they're still investigating. Like, let's just chill out. So it was interesting to see that dynamic, that re relationship, which I think is probably the better part of the Venom movies is that relationship between Eddie and Venom because, um, I feel like I just jumped right into this, guys. So weird. <laughs> um, I think that's the best part of these Venom movies is the relationship between Venom and Eddie because it's just interesting to see them interacting with each other because you really visually, for the most part, only see Eddie on the screen and occasionally you'll see um, Venom or not like occasionally, but you'll see like his arms or his head or whatever come out. And also, I didn't even tell you guys who's in this movie. Like, you don't know. But <laughs> this stars Tom Hardy, which if you are an OG, OG, OG listener, then you know how much I love Tom Hardy as an actor. And I did not realize how much I missed seeing him on my screen, whether it's a small screen or a large screen. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Tom Hardy, like, seriously, what's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> Outside of Venom, what are you doing? So I was happy to see him on the screen. Also have Michelle Williams, Woody Harrelson, uh, Naomi Harris, and I'm just gonna do, okay, whatever. Reese Scott, Stephen Graham. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna do like a few people, but I mean, it is what it is. So yes, I think that's one of the pluses of this movie. I think the downside, at least for me, I don't know, it just, it felt safe and it feels weird to say, but it just really felt safe. And it felt like they were like, for something that's called Let There Be Carnage, which I know we're talking about um, Carnage as in Cletus Cassidy and who he becomes, but like, and then he also says like, Let There Be Carnage throughout the movie, which <sighs> whatever. Um, but like for something that has Carnage in the title, I would expect, a lot of bloodshed and y'all know I'm not a fan of blood being spilt unnecessarily but like if we're gonna put it in a title we're gonna need to go there <laughs> so I don't know that I think that was the one thing that was like for me but it sounds like that they want it again you guys know how off I am because I'm not even I even say directed by Andy Serkis Writers, Kelly Marcel, Tom Hardy, well, he's credited on in IMDb, and Todd McFarlane, oh, that's the Marvel, who the Marvel Venom character is created by. But interesting that Tom Hardy gets a writer's credit 
that's very interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. It was just, it was, it felt very safe to me. Uh, I also, the other thing I think that kind of works a little bit is how Anne fits in everything and how much um, Venom is like, Eddie, you're an idiot. You should be trying to get Anne back and win her back. And he's all like, oh, you know, like he still loves her, but like he's also being pretty passive about it because she is in a relationship with uh, Dr. Dan. <laughs> So I think that works. And also like the interaction that they had towards the um, end of the movie when they break Eddie out, out of jail and Venom is in Anne's body and then he goes back into Eddie's body. Like, I don't know. Some of that stuff works for me on the screen. Uh, and even, I don't know, Dr. Dan's a little weird. <laughs> he has weird moments. I get what his character is supposed to be, but there are moments where I'm just like... I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Um, what else did I want to talk about? I mean, Woody Harrelson as Cletus, which Cletus is such, I don't know. I was like, Cletus? is <laughs> Cletus. <laughs> but I guess because all these comics are pretty old. So, like, of course, they would have these old A names. But I thought he did really good. I don't think this is anything that I would not expect him to be good in. He was believable. As Carney's like this creepy, uh, psychopathic, killer type of a person, which I think really came off on screen. So didn't, didn't really have anything negative to say about that. Naomi Harris, I've seen her in so many things. This, her character, Frances, felt like super over the top, like... I don't even know the word to describe how over the top it felt um, because there were moments where I was like, oh, okay, it works. But then there were other moments where I was just like, like they're really <laughs> banging this character over the head. Like it was just so obnoxious that sometimes it kind of, at least for me, pulled me out of the scene a little bit because like everyone would be kind of mellow chill and then she was just coming like, like, like super, like, I don't know, over the top crazy. I'm trying to think of a, a one word word for it, but it's, it's not coming to me. <laughs> so yeah, so that was weird and interesting as well, how that all played out. But yeah, again, overall, I thought the movie felt pretty safe. I felt like they could have done it. They could have made it R, especially considering what the title is and also it felt like less like fight scenes <laughs> in a way I don't know if like the action action part of it it felt a little bit scaled down and scaled back versus the first one where this one felt a little bit more about um trying to do a little more character character development and storytelling versus action which is fine uh and works but for, again, for something that has Carnage in the name, I'm also expecting, like, give me the storytelling, give me the character development, but also, like, give me the violence. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much all I have to say about the movie. I told you guys this was going to be pretty quick. The one thing I do want to talk about is the end credit scene where we see Eddie and Venom, they are on the run and hiding out, and then they end up 
it looks like being sucked into a different dimension and we see Peter Parker on the screen is essentially the scenes from the end of uh, Far From Home when he gets outed by, oh my gosh, why did I, I'm about to say magnetic, but that's not it. I'm pretty sure it's Magneto. Is it? Or why does that not seem right? You guys are probably going to come for me, but you know who I'm talking about. Jake Gyllenhaal's character. <laughs> my brain is like, literally, I can't even think of the name. And I literally just watched this movie like two weeks ago or watched it again like two weeks ago. But uh, yeah, it's the end of the scene when he gets out and it's all over the news that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And we know that um, No Way Home is coming later this year. And I kind of talked about this in a previous episode. I really don't remember which one. It was after the trailer dropped, but I am super excited. It looks like it's gonna be so good. I, I don't know, you guys know, the Spider-Man, like Tom Holland Spider-Man, I have not felt excited about Spider-Man in so long since Tom Holland has been Spider-Man. And I don't know, it's giving me everything that I want from Spider-Man, <laughs> but this is not what this is about. Uh, so essentially, what this means to me and I, what I'm to assume and I'm sure others are to assume is that this puts Venom and Spider-Man in the same universe and we know that Sony still owns Spider-Man, Sony owns Venom, Sony's trying to like do their own type of world building because we know Sony was struggling for a while and then they made that deal with Spider-Man um, or, or they made the deal for Spider-Man in conjunction with Marvel Studios. And so we know that there's only a certain amount of movies that Tom Holland has, has signed up for. I cannot remember if, cause there was that whole moment where it was like, Tom Holland's no longer in the MCU because like the negotiations, negotiations fell through and all that. But then like Tom Holland was able to get it all back on track. Uh, so I, I'm not sure how many more movies he signed up for, but I feel like Far From Home is either the last movie or the second to last movie that he signed up for, but I'm more so leaning towards this is the last movie that he signed up for. And then we have to go into like renegotiations, renegotiations again if they wanna keep him in the MCU. But to me, also then, this could work one of two ways. Either they put Spider-Man and Venom in the same universe so that Sony can take it, because I've heard, I've, I've seen articles on all this about how they want to put Spider-Man and Venom in the same movie because Venom is a Spider-Man um, villain. And so therefore it would be easier for them to be like, oh, okay, they're in the same universe and they'll make sense and they can continue on with the story without having to do like any reboots or whatever like that. I feel a little nervous about that because just based on <laughs> the amazing Spider-Man and how that all worked out, like it kind of started good. And then by the end of it, it was just a shit show. I don't know that I want Sony to just like run away with Spider-Man. But the other way that they can do it is that they can introduce Venom into the MCU, which I just don't see that happening because there's our, there's already so much coming up in the MCU that I feel like Venom could possibly get lost. Like, yeah, he can make like a cameo or whatever, but like just in the world and like kind of where it feels like we're going in this new phase of the MCU, I, I just don't know how realistic it is that we will see Venom 
interwoven into those stories. So I don't know. I don't know what you guys think <laughs> about what you think the plan is for Venom and Spider-Man in the same universe. Will Venom show up in Far From Home? Which I think that makes sense to me. Like if we put, if we were to be like, oh, but that still ties back to like the Sony thing with Sony taking it and kind of like doing their own thing. And then we like, don't really see Spider-Man anymore in MCU. Maybe he may make an appearance, which would be heartbreaking because I feel like he's kind of the face of the future of the MCU, at least to me. Um, that could just be me trying to make him that, but I feel like I'm not the only one. Uh, but also they can just be like, oh, continue to as long as Tom Holland wants to, because he, he seems very excited about being Spider-Man and playing Spider-Man. So for as long as he wants to, be Spider-Man and work with Marvel Studios, then maybe Venom is someone who's like interwoven into his movies as part of the MCU. I don't know. I feel like I'm just like <laughs> trying to connect dots here, <laughs> but let me know what you guys think, what the future is for Spider-Man and Venom. What did you think about Venom? Uh, I have to give you my rating. I would give Venom let there be carnage a solid b honestly a solid b <laughs> so let me know what you guys thought about the movie what would you rate it where do you think we're going how excited are you for spider-man far from or no way home <laughs> let me know all the things and i will talk to you in the next episode that's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currentlybenjing on Instagram and at currentbenjing Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.